Inside the Groove is a podcast which takes a song by Madonna every episode and dissects its creative process, examining the songwriting, the production and the recording. By playing you the demos, the studio sessions and isolated tracks, including Madonna's vocals, sometimes along with previously unheard takes, we explain how Madonna has been behind some of the biggest moments in pop history over the past 40 years. Cherish was the third single from Madonna's Opus Maximus, Like a Prayer. A pure, carefree love song with references to Shakespeare in a doo-wop style, it was a progression from the title track to Madonna's previous album, True Blue. A number one single in Canada, number two in the US and number three in the UK, it's one of Madonna's best love songs from the 80s, due in part to the beautiful black and white video shot by Herb Ritz in Malibu. The song was composed with long-term collaborator Patrick Leonard, and it was one of the first songs they recorded for the album in a two-week session, which yielded the lion's share of tracks for the LP. I'll be playing you the original demo of the song and giving the backstory of how that particular recording was released by Pat a few years back. Madonna performed it live on her Blonde Ambition tour when she was supported by background vocalists Nikki Harris and Donna DeLore. But the recorded version features another singer entirely, and I'll talk about that session and the song Madonna wrote for her contributor. Cherish began life as a completely different song by Madonna, and I'll talk about that. And whilst there's no Leeds multi-track recording of the song, we'll be studying the a cappella and instrumental to work out how it was constructed. So for now, sit back, relax, as we keep giving it, keep giving it inside the groove. Inside the Groove is back. Welcome to Series 2. I'll be bringing you the stories behind Madonna, songs, albums and live performances throughout 2021. I'm now living in a new house and I've got my own studio here where I can record the podcast and I've got some news for you. First up, there will be additional content for patrons after every episode. There'll be details about that later on in this episode. But I'm also starting a new podcast. This is what I have to say about it. Inside the Hits is a brand new podcast from me, the maker of Inside the Groove. But this time, it's not just Madonna songs. I'm telling you the story behind classic songs and classic artists from the last 50 years. You'll be hearing the dissected multitrack from songs such as this. Now here you go again, you say you want your freedom. And modern songs too. Classics. Your Boys, New Order, Duran Duran, Aha, you'll hear them all. Plus, there's Britpop, indie, and 90s dance classics like this one from Delight. Every episode tells a story. You can listen to it wherever you listen to podcasts. So make sure you spend 2021 going inside the hits. 
1988 was a year unlike any other for Madonna when she starred on Broadway in David Mamet's Speed the Plough. The Lincoln Center production played the Royal Theatre May the 3rd to December the 31st, 1988. It also starred Joe Mantegna and Ron Silver under the direction of Gregory Mosher. This left little time for Madonna to be a pop star. Nonetheless, she managed to squeeze in the recording of one of her most loved and most popular albums of all time, Like a Prayer. There were 279 performances and I don't know when Madonna found the time, but she managed to make frequent trips to LA to record the album. The songs that she wrote with Patrick Leonard were composed in a two-week period. Patrick would start the day coming up with chord progressions and basic tracks. Madonna would then join, listen and come up with melody ideas. According to Patrick, Madonna then would record a basic vocal and that would be the only time she would sing the song, save for a few overdubs. They would then work for months perfecting the songs and the mixes, but it's astonishing that she was able to write such high quality material in such a short time. Cherish was written that way, in fact it was one of the first songs that they wrote. However, Madonna did have the basis of a song called Cherish already. In 2011, Julian's Auctions put up a single sheet of line notebook paper featuring the lyrics to a song called Cherish, written in blue ink on Madonna's hand, on front and back of the page with notations for verse, chorus and bridge. It sold for a winning bid of $2,560, but you wouldn't recognize the song as the one that we know today. It goes something like this, and forgive my intonation here. Cherish the moment, each and every hour. Cherish the moment, I laid eyes on you. Baby, you cut right through, you did it all, and you knew you would. You're too good, you're too good to be true. It goes on, but I can't do it justice. We've no idea if Madonna was writing it to a backing track of another song, or what the intentions were with it. However, it seems to have been written before the song that we know as Cherish, and the lyrics are quite different. I can only assume that when Madonna came to write a song with Patrick, she had that idea for the title, but then wrote something really quite different. She presented it to Pat on the third day of their writing session and explained that she'd written the song One Sunny Afternoon by the Beach, but later confessed that it was actually written in her makeup room on Broadway. She said, I wrote it in a super hyper positive state of mind that I knew was not going to last. Like much of the Like a Prayer album, it's got its origins in the 1970s. In fact, its production and arrangement is quite similar to the Stevie Wonder song Isn't She Lovely from his album Songs in the Key of Life. But it actually owes quite a debt to a 1960 song by a group called The Association, also called Cherish. See if this sounds familiar to you. However, if there's any song it sounds like it's one of Madonna's own. It has the same tempo, whether you call it a shuffle, triplet, waltz, 6-8, it has that 1-2-3-1-2-3-1-2-3 time signature. And of course Madonna did it so well on the 1986 song True Blue. Since the 1990s, we've heard so many demos, outtakes and unreleased songs by Madonna, but it's much rarer to get that for 1980s work. However, a few years ago, we were treated to the day one recording of Cherish. Let me just play you how it sounds. 
What are the fundamental differences? Well, mainly those are totally synth drums, and the actual version of Cherish has live drums. But also, have a listen to the chorus. Slightly different phrasing, and of course, the backing vocals are Madonna herself. There's a few other changes as well. Have another listen. Cherish has got electric guitar throughout it, and there sounds like a sort of electric guitar in this, but I think it's actually a synth. But listen to this bit here. It's a much more basic arrangement. What's also missing from this demo version is the a cappella section that takes over the second part of the song. It's this bit here if I play you the actual version of Cherish. Give me faith, give me joy, my boy, I will always cherish you. Give me faith, give me joy, my boy, I will always cherish you. Now, you'd be forgiven for thinking that was Madonna's long-term backup singers, Nikki Harris and Donna DeLore singing. And in fact, they did actually perform the song live with Madonna on tour for Blonde Ambition. And they talked to Lucy O'Brien for her book, Like an Icon, about how they spent ages rehearsing the song. But the recorded version of Cherish doesn't feature them at all. It's another singer called Marilyn Martin. Marilyn had a US number one hit with the song Separate Lives, a duet with Phil Collins. However, in 1987, she recorded a song written for her by Madonna and Patrick Leonard called Possessive Love. Marilyn talked about the recording of the song. She said, I met Pat Leonard when I began the search for a producer for my second album. He's the one who approached Madonna with the idea of writing a song for me and she graciously agreed. I thought it was pretty cool that before agreeing to write Possessive Love Me to sing on my album, she asked Pat Leonard if I was a nice person. It was released on January the 12th, 1988, and it definitely has a similar sound to the songs that Madonna recorded for the Who's That Girl album. You can almost imagine her singing them. We'll never know if it was specifically written for Marilyn, but if you listen to it, you can almost hear Madonna singing the chorus. It really is a classic of hers. And of course, in the backing vocals, you can hear Marilyn doubling with herself, and it's the same voice that we hear in Cherish. She says of that moment, Pat called me one day while he was working on her Like a Prayer album and asked if I would come in to sing backgrounds for Cherish. Talk about an are you kidding me moment. That's the only time I met her. She was impressive to say the least, very in charge. She absolutely knows her mind and insists on her music being true to her vision. She was very focused and a tad intimidating, but that's not surprising given the amazing success she's had over the years. But let's wind back to that Cherish demo I played you earlier. How exactly did it get out onto the internet? Well, it was Patrick Leonard himself. 
In 2019, over 70 items of Madonna memorabilia was put up for auction, including costumes and a handwritten apology letter from Tupac Shaker that was sent to Madonna the year before his death. Madonna tried to stop these items being sold, saying that her celebrity does not obviate my right to maintain privacy. However, her injunction was overturned by an appeals court. In those items was also a cassette, which included demos of the songs from the Like a Prayer album, recorded on the day they were written, according to Patrick Leonard. And included in that were, of course, that demo version of Cherish, a demo version of Like a Prayer, quite similar but with no guitars and no live drums, and also a previously unheard song called Angels with Dirty Faces. great chorus melody, okay lyrics and quite a dull verse and it also sounds very much like the song Like a Prayer and Who's That Girl and it makes you realise that less is more and I know there are Madonna fans out there that want everything released but I sometimes think that that can take away from what we've got. But still, it's really great to hear this as an anomaly, something that could have been that never was. Patrick Leonard says that these tracks were put together and put onto cassette so they could be given to guitarists and percussionists, etc. So they could learn the songs before coming into the studio to be able to play it properly for the recording. Let's get back to Cherish and of course the question is how did it end up being third single and also about that beautiful video shot by her Brits. With Like a Prayer as the first single and Express Yourself as the second, it's thought that Madonna had wanted to release Love Song, her duet with Prince, as the third single but rumour has it that Prince refused to do this. Back in 2014, Madonna spoke to Yahoo Music and said about the song, I went to Minneapolis to write some stuff with him, but the only thing I really dug was Love Song. We ended up writing it long distance because I had to be in LA and he couldn't leave Minneapolis. And quite frankly, I couldn't stand Minneapolis. When I went there, it was like 20 degrees below zero and it was really desolate. I was miserable and I couldn't write or work under those circumstances. After Prince's death in 2016, his former girlfriend, called Anna Fantastic, I don't think that's her real name, spoke about Madonna's duet and said that Prince had liked it, but had said no to doing a video. Anna and Prince were together in the late 80s. She said that she said to him, I think you and Madonna in a video could be really cool. And he said, me and Madonna in a video? No thanks. She says that Madonna was in the process of divorcing Sean Penn at the time and suggested that making a video together would really lift her spirits. She, says Anna, also said, I'm going through a lot right now with my divorce with Sean. Apparently, Prince said, what has your divorce with Sean got to do with me or this song? I'm not doing a video with you. According to Anna, Madonna approached Prince in the 2010s, suggesting they did a joint tour, but Prince turned it down saying the world wasn't ready for it yet. I really don't know if that's true. I don't know what you think. But it does make sense about the video, and maybe that's the reason that Madonna chose to release Cherish instead as the third single. 
The video was shot on the 22nd of July 1989 at Paradise Cove Beach in Malibu, with Madonna showing off her new shorter hairstyle. When she had suggested shooting a video, Herb Ritz had said to her, but I'm a stills photographer and I don't know anything about film. But Madonna said, well, you've got a few weeks to learn. So he practiced with the Super 8 film camera whilst working on a job in Hawaii. In 1999, he told Rolling Stone magazine, two weeks later, I was filming Cherish. I directed it and did the camera work as well. It was invigorating. Four male models and performers were booked to play the merman in the video, one of which was Tony Ward, who would go on to be Madonna's boyfriend, and the other three were water polo players from the nearby Pepperdine University. The mermaid tails were prosthetics created by Global Effects in Hollywood, and the full-size tails were close to 40 pounds, that's 18 kilograms in weight. If they'd been any lighter, then the merman would have floated. But instead, when they were actually in the water, having been carried down, they found that they were really buoyant and really able to swim really strongly, and this was because of a spring that was cast into each flipper of the tail. It certainly helped create a unique, memorable, and timeless video for the song. As I said, there's no multi-track available for us to dissect, but there is an instrumental version which has never had a commercial release, but it does allow us to listen to a bit more depth of the song itself. This tambourine and finger click loop is on the demo and also throughout the whole of the song. And those are live drums. In keeping with all of Like a Prayer, it's got pretty much live drums on every song and synth bass. That appears to be live brass. And also there's live guitar now. And there isn't an official a cappella, but there is a filtered out a cappella so we can hear Madonna's voice up close. Have a listen to this. These filtered a cappellas are done by taking the regular version and the instrumental version and sort of fitting them together like a jigsaw. It's called phase inversion or phase reversal. It's really boring to explain, but it's much more interesting to listen to. And let's listen to Marilyn Martin's vocal. Give me faith, give me joy, my boy, I will always cherish you. But whatever us fans think of Cherish, it seems Madonna doesn't like it that much herself. She told Rolling Stone, I've never been a good judge of what things are going to be huge or not. The songs that I think are the most retarded songs I've written, like Cherish, end up being the biggest hits. She's since described the song as being dorky. Well, what does she know? But it might explain why she's only performed the song once on the Blonde Ambition Tour. 
The other interesting thing about Cherish is that its B-side was a previously unreleased song, another outtake from the Like a Prayer sessions. If you want to hear a bit of the live version from Blonde Mission and also hear about that previously unreleased song Supernatural and its subsequent 1992 remix, then you need to become a patron because directly after this episode, patrons can listen to a bonus episode about Cherish, Supernatural and the live versions. To become a patron, all you need to do is head to patron.podbean.com forward slash inside the groove. Donate as little as $2 and as much as you like, but you get bonus content after every single episode throughout the whole of Series 2. But for the rest of you, that's it for this episode. I hope you've enjoyed learning about Cherish. It's one of my favourite Madonna songs, and I know a lot of you really love it too. And some of you agree with Madonna. Well, that's what's interesting about being a fan. If you're not a patron, you're also finally going to get access to the episode about Keep It Together. And just to let you know that next week's episode is about the 2015 Rebel Heart song, Bitch, I'm Madonna. I'll be telling you about its recording, playing the demo, and of course, dissecting the multi-track. In the meantime, thank you for listening. Don't forget to check out Inside the Hits, and stay safe.